welcome to God's Watchmen. Welcome to another episode here. I'm sitting down with Caleb. Say what's up, Caleb. Hey, guys. And we'll be sitting down with a guy named Chucky. If Chuck, if he'd like to say hi. Hello there. Yeah, so uh, Chuck, he's a, a family man. He's a businessman. He owns Chucky's Autos. And also, he is a servant of God. The day I met Chuck, I was in U-Turn, actually. And to see this man, the... The love that he has for others, the love that he displays Christ-like to want to see other men succeed in Christ, he pours out that love. He has no problem sharing the love of Christ onto other people that are broken and lost without hope. And, you know, it's a hard, dark world out there, and a lot of people that are lost are just looking for somebody to love them. And I've seen Chuck do that day in and day out. And I'm sure he's done it in his business, and that's why we're sitting down here today to hear more about the life of Chuck and how his business is used to be a blessing, not only to himself, but to other people out there. So, uh, Chuck, tell me a little bit about yourself. Um, Do you have kids? Are you married? Sure, sure. Yes, I'm married. I'm married to Cheryl. I have uh, three children. They're... All up and grown out of the house. Uh, two are married. Uh, my son, he is—he uh, works for me. He is engaged at the moment, so that's great oh, news too. Awesome, praise two, God. Yeah, thank you. And two grandchildren, uh, two uh, boys, two boys. I just uh, love them to death. Yeah. You know? uh, awesome. Yeah. And and you are the owner of Chucky's Auto Sales, correct? Oh, God owns it, yes. Uh, oh, with my wife. Uh, and my yeah, yeah, yeah. I sure. love that God yeah. owns it. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. Chuck, tell me a little bit about your daily life today with, with the Lord, um, how you put God before your family, your business, and how you spend time with Jesus, you know, how you're getting into scriptures. and On a daily basis? Yeah. Yeah, well, that wasn't always the case, but uh, of recently... Um, what I do first thing out of the morning, I, I get into scripture. You know, I read a, a Proverbs for every day. Tom, Pastor Tom has been preaching that for years. I learned that when I worked for Tom. Uh, 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 Proverbs for every day. Then I go into uh, Psalms every 30 days. Okay. Every 30 Psalms, you know, 30, 60, yeah. 90, 120, 150, whatever day it is, I do that. And then uh, a chapter of Old Testament, chapter of New Testament, and then some other special... Uh, verses that mean something to me and uh, remind me of things. I read that every day. Get up early to do that. Uh, I hadn't done that in the past, but that is uh, uh, something that I'm, I have been blessed with. Uh, I don't like to read. I've never liked to read. Uh, I'm in the same boat as oh, you, my friend. Oh, yeah. I, yeah. I, you know, show me a video. Uh, let me read it on uh, or listen to it on the audio or something, but... Uh, but now I'm captivated by the Bible. I still don't like to read <laughs> other things, but uh, yeah, 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 I do uh, do enjoy that a lot. How powerful is it, though, reading that Word of God? What does it do to your heart? It is <clears throat> reading it and also listening to it. Um, I, I tell you, when I, you said you mentioned uh, U-turn when you met me, uh, when I first started going to U-turn to uh, teach. Uh, lead a Bible study once a month there. Uh, I was amazed by the men that were there, the Bible, that they knew, the Scripture. Mm. And I had been going to 
church for ever since I was 21, no, 24. I don't know. Well, since 1990, whatever it was. I'm <laughs> old, so I, you know, I, I can't really uh, <laughs> add the numbers together too well. Okay, you well, have that walker, right? Yeah, my <laughs> walker and my chain. Yeah, yeah. Where was I? What was I talking about? Yeah. I draw on a brain fart too. Yeah. Well, uh, Boy. Oh, what 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 the scripture? What reading the word of God does to your heart and how you were at U-turn? U-turn, and, yeah, yeah. Well, the guys at U-turn knew so they knew so much, and I thought, wow, I've been in church all these years and I don't know these things. These guys, these guys are putting me to shame. You know, I don't <laughs> like reading the Bible, but what am I going to do about that? So, <sighs> I uh, started listening to Chuck Smith in my truck as I drove because I drive like two two hours to an auction and two yeah. hours back. So I had the opportunity to, so I started listening to Chuck Smith verse by verse, chapter by chapter. And, and, uh, from that then now I'm starting to read. So it's, uh, has, has done wonders, wonders, uh, in understanding verses that, you know, just you, normally you just read over now that has some depth to it. So yeah. it makes a lot of difference. Has meaning to it now. You, yeah, absolutely. So, um, what if you feel like sharing? Is there any scripture on your heart that the Lord's been speaking to you lately? Um, what what what's the Lord been speaking to you personally, Chuck? Yeah, there is one in Psalms. I have it on my phone, and I, the reason I put the scriptures on my phone is it's, it's with me all the time. So okay, you know I can. I, I have I, everything's there. I can even make notes and stuff. So I yeah. do that. But one thing that I read every day is, uh, Lord, control. It says, Lord, control my control what I see and guard my. Do you got your phone on you? No, I left it somewhere. But it's a control what I say and guard my lips. That's what it is. Control what I say and guard my lips. Mm. Right. Mm. I read that, but I transfer it to more than just that lord control what i see and guard my eyes wow lord control what i think what i daydream about what i dream at night about and guard my mind lord control my control how i say things hmm. and guard my tongue you know sharp critical you know that kind of stuff um uh, Control where I go, guard my feet, control what, what I do, guard my hands. That, I've been doing that every day for a little bit here now, and it makes quite a difference when I give the control over to God, you know. Beautiful. That. Hey, I am getting old, so sometimes I'm going to have big pauses like that. So. <laughs> That's no problem. I'm young, and I have big pauses sometimes. Amen. Yeah. Amen. Uh, you touching on that control, that's something myself... I can be very controlling in a lot of situations. So. Yeah. Yeah. Um, God's been really saying, hand me over, hand these over, stop being so controlling. Yeah. Well, well, you know, and even your mind, you know, things that you can remember, but things maybe you might have done in the past or yeah. saw or did. Yeah. You know, take, give God that control to take that away. That's powerful. Yeah, right there with you for sure. Yeah. So I'd really like to dive into, you know, you're a working man, not only a working man, you have your own business. And, you know, serving the Lord, we can put things before 
Christ, you know, our families, our hobbies, not only those things, but also we can put work and money and time. So I just like to hear about your business and how, you know, God uses you through that. But, you know, I still got some questions we're going to go through. Um, You know, when did you become a Christian? Well, I would say I became a Christian um, when I was 20. 20? I believe. I think it was around 20. Okay. Um, I was a a door-to-door salesman. I was selling uh, freezer fulls of food, meats, uh, and the freezer and the microwave to people. Oh. Yeah, it was quite challenging. So you... You were always a salesman. I, no, I worked at a I worked at an egg farm and okay. chicken. I shoveled blood at a chicken factory. So yeah, I did some okay. many different things. But but uh, yeah, I was uh, went to a client's house and uh, they ended up selling me on the Lord. That, that was we. Uh, oh, you were you got led to the Lord at a client's house. Yeah, they led me to the Lord. Yeah, I didn't grow up in a Christian family. No. Wow. But wow. yeah, they uh, they led me to the Lord, and at the time, uh, Cheryl and I were engaged. So was I twenty? I might have been twenty four, somewhere in my twenties. Okay, this yeah. is when this happened. So, um, but um, so we were engaged, and they were talking about being unequally yoked and all this stuff. And I'm thinking, yeah, okay, this sounds good, you know. Uh, so I accepted the Lord, and then uh, that next day or the weekend or something we mm-hmm. had a date and uh, uh, talking to Cheryl and and uh, asked her about you know being a Christian and she said that she was from years and I thought oh all right you know this lady t- these people told me about being unequally yoked and yeah that was fine so so for me that was a check mark off you know hey I'm saved now you know and hmm. nothing really changed but I got that box checked yeah at, at that point so that was initially and then um, I did get a start started a job at Keller Brothers. Okay, and uh, through working at Keller Brothers, uh, becoming a manager, uh, uh, Pastor Tom was the uh, general manager there, and he would have managers meetings on uh, Friday, and he would have church every Friday there with us managers meetings. He wow, would, he would read Proverbs whatever day it was, and that's where I I learned to read, you know, the first. The, whatever day it is that proverbs there and then four years later after that is when Cheryl and I uh, both uh, went forward and except got baptized in the church and we were about to have a child and we wanted to bring our children up in a godly way so so you started at Keller Brothers after you got married is that right uh, before before you actually. got married we were okay. we were engaged for four years so yeah. <laughs> okay. Three or four years. So we were engaged, but we weren't set. Uh, soon after, when I uh, was uh, accepted the Lord, is when I started working at Keller Brothers. Yeah. Gotcha. Okay. Okay. So these were all the things that you did up before your business. Yes. Um. How long have you owned your business now? Well, I worked for Keller Brothers for about eleven years, and then I. St- Started my own business in 1998, okay. 19, December 31st, 1998, oh. yeah. Okay. So that's whatever years you count them. <laughs> so you say you accepted the Lord and you were a Christian at the time leading up to your business. Mm-hmm. Did Did God lead you 
into the business or was this something you know you had a desire to do and you did it would you ex- could you explain how the business part the business side of things came yeah came apart and maybe how god eventually told you hey this is my business yeah uh you mean with starting with Keller Brothers up or yeah yeah, Ke- yeah. yeah Keller Brothers into um into your business cuz you yeah. said you mentioned Friday was church. Friday was church. Did, yeah, that's the only church we had ooh. that I had, I should say. You know, yeah, I didn't go, I didn't go, go into to church, detail so. of all, all those things leading up to yeah. you know how your business got started. So like I said I I accepted Christ when I was 20 before I started Keller Brothers and then I started at Keller Brothers and um I, I, I didn't change my ways. I still did what I did, you know, still went out drinking and stuff and mm-hmm. uh, um, got married and, and uh, uh, started. I'm the kind of guy that just uh, did what the rest of the crowd did, you know. So you want to go after after work and get some beers? Okay, let's go. Mm-hmm. Turned out we started going to strip clubs, you know, and, um, you know, there I was. I was going to wrong place. And uh, my wife's at home. We got married, you know. My wife's at home, going out for a few beers, you know. And just, this is when you were professing a Christian. No. Oh, okay. No, okay. no. This was before, but still working at Keller Brothers. Oh, okay. But, and still going to, oh, well, you know, I should say going to church, but I had to be there because I was a sales manager, you know. But but still getting, still seeds, getting those seeds planted. Seeds right? planted. Okay. So then it came to a point where. Now, instead of just a club, it might, let's go to a place where there's uh, physical contact. And that was a, that was a fork in the road for me, you know. Mm. Uh, I could, I was looking down the one road, looking down the other road, and I knew, I, 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 God clearly put on my heart that that, you know, you better make the right decision here, and, uh. I, I took the, the right path, thank the Lord, and uh, and then uh, stopped doing that. And uh, I think that was about the time we were about to have a child, and then we decided to go to church. And I had a, a party planned at my house, and you know, uh, the parties that we would go to, you'd have beer. You know, that's just the, that's just what is expected. But now the party's at my house, so I got baptized, right? And the next week I was going to have this party and all these people were going to come to my my house. So they came to my house and you know, expecting alcohol and there was none. So there was some ridicule, you know, you can expect that. But from that point on, uh, those friends didn't come around too much anymore. They didn't come around at all. I actually still worked with them, but uh, it wasn't, it wasn't, uh, my environment changed. Uh, started going to church, I got church friends and. And then brought the children up in a church uh, atmosphere, and um, so then uh, it got to a point where, to answer your question, it was up to what uh, Chucky's Auto Sales. Uh, you know, I was working long hours, mm-hmm. uh, eight, nine o'clock in the morning till uh, nine o'clock at night, and and I thought, you know, this isn't no way to bring up a child and the way to bring up children and I thought you know maybe if I go out and do my own thing I can I can go home, come home at six if someone's going to be there later you know I'll I'll stay but I want to be home for at least you know by six so so that's what I did 
as for, for that reason. So hmm. throughout the, then working there, um, God has always provided for me, you know, um, it's not like I asked him or anything, but it just did the right thing, you know? Yeah. Just tried to do the right thing. And, and God, I believe honored that. And, you know, in the tough times and the good times, uh, there was, when it was uh, tough times, there weren't very many bills. When it was good times, that's when weddings came in, and that's when uh, uh, a wedding came in, and, and uh, paying for co- two colleges, you know, with good times. So it was all God's will, I believe. Mm. Yeah. Thank you for sharing what, what, confessing the way you lived before your business. I'm sure that was pretty hard on you, and, you know, coming from. I experienced some of that similar things. Yeah. But God's so freeing and forgiving in them things that he washed all that clean. Yeah. And yeah. Yeah. What what was the was there a time that came cuz you 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 talked about starting the business, right? And and having kids and then God providing. Where was kind of the change from uh you know, I know you said that the business wasn't always God's. Mm-hmm. When was what did kind of that transition look like from, you know, Chuck doing this so he can be with his family more, and you know, starting a business? What's kind of the story uh, behind that? Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Thanks for asking that. Uh, I'd have to say, you know, as 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 the years went on, you know, there were tough times. There was good times as far as income. Right, uh, right, and and uh, the one tough time that I can think of, the you know, it was just bad all over. I had even I just I just told my son this. I never told this to anybody. Here I am, I'm about to tell everybody this. <laughs> my wife didn't even hear this though. God's there good. Was, there was a time where, you know, business was so so uh, off. That I thought, well, yeah, maybe I should get a part time job. Including this, you know, that there was a there was an opening at the Turnpike. I thought, well, you know, that's just down the street. I'll work at the Turnpike. I can. Okay. It's not doing anything, but yeah, but. I didn't have to do that, and uh, but what what changed? I think what changed was um, coming to Calvary Chapel mm-hmm. and uh, studying the Word. Studying the Word. Studying the Word, and um, I, I can remember uh, Logan coming in and asking about uh, advertising on the church station, you know, mm. and I don't like advertising. I'd rather spend the money on a customer. You know, if a customer has a problem, I'll take care of it. You know, if it's yeah. a 30 day warranty and it's, you know, out of warranty, you know, I think it's good to, to fix that. You know, that, that, that benefits better than, than spending, you know, whatever on advertising. I can use that money to, to offset that. So, so yeah. when he said that, I'm thinking, no offset, but the Lord's saying to me, mm. The Lord's it's, it's not, yeah. I hear that the Holy Spirit saying to me, uh, uh, you know, you should just do that. I'll bless it. And uh, that was exactly what happened. You know, I, start, I, I signed up for it. I left them do the ad. You know, the, the ad was the best ad I ever heard in my life. Wow. Not because it had said anything about Chucky's. It just was, wow. You know, Sue Keller was the, the whatever, narrator, whatever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah. yeah, it was great. And then... Um, from that point on, then I I thought, well, you know what, Lord, this is your business. You you take oh, care of it. And beautiful. Uh, uh, I, I, but in the past, I didn't worry about money. You know, I didn't. I wasn't a bean counter. You know, if uh, someone, I'll give you for instance. 
Yeah, please. I have a guy, this is what's happening right now. A guy uh, sold a vehicle to him as is, $20,000 vehicle. So it's not like it's junk. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, but bought it specifically for him. I got it checked out. It's an electric vehicle. It's a hybrid. And I uh, wanted to make sure that the, the battery was okay. So, because that's expensive. So I had it checked out. They said it was okay. Sold it to him as is. The very next, not, not even 24 hours later, this check engine light comes on, says the battery is bad. $3,200 bill. Wow. Well, he bought it as is, right, Caleb? Right. Right? It's, yeah. Legally, he's on his own. Right? Is that the right thing to deal? You know, I had it checked out. I ended up, I, I said, I'd take care of it, you know. I, I I lost money on it, but it's not my money. God will make it up somewhere else, hmm. right? So that's that's you know God's in charge. That's that's what I mean by that. Uh, wow. I, I try to do what's right, what would be right in God's eyes, what would be right in the customer's eyes. Uh, maybe I get burnt here and there, but uh, I can take care of being burnt. I believe, right? Yeah. Um, oh yeah. Th- <laughs> th- thanks for sharing that. Because I was going to ask, how can you be a, how have you been a blessing through work, through your customers, or how has your business been a blessing? And right there, I liked how you said it, you know, is that the right thing to do? You sat and asked yourself that question and probably prayed to the Lord. Yeah. And you took the burnt and it just shows your heart wasn't about the money or you didn't want to screw somebody over. Right. And that's the heart of Jesus, you know. Yeah. Because that not only gives me a bad name, it gives God a bad name. Yeah. Right. And um, I'm sure that was so much more blessings to that man if he knew you were a Christian or whatever. I don't know the situation, but I'm sure that guy has to be thinking in his mind, man, who? Wow, this guy. Yeah. You know? And and what's really neat about that is uh, my son works for me, you know. Hmm. <laughs> And that's a blessing. Amen. On itself. But to see him do the same kind of things that that I just told you about, you know, he just called me and said he had a customer that, you know, they're out of warranty and he told him that don't take care of it. You know, all right, he did the right thing. You know, uh, that it's, it's being followed through with and it's, it's sticking to him too. So that's, uh, it's, it's a blessing, yeah. You're making you're making the move to go the extra mile to carry the bag that extra mile to be to be a light to be a witness. That's yeah. cool. Do you have do you have like another story of kind of where you know in the business world you think okay I'm in the light the right legally you know I'm here to make money but you listen to the Holy Spirit and uh, there's a blessing that came out of that. Do you have another story like that that you can think of? And a blessing came out of it. Um, or, you know, just maybe not even like a, a worldly blessing. Yeah. Just it didn't, uh, you know, God's calculator is different than ours. Yeah. You know what I mean? I, 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 I'd like to say something about um, the evils that are out there. You know, in the okay. car business, there are, you can make a fortune in mm-hmm. being a cheat. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, you know, I... There's a lot of good dealers out there, and there's a lot of bad dealers out there. 
Christian dealers. There's uh, not Christian dealers. Um, but yeah, you can make a fortune doing the wrong thing. And um, thankfully, I've stayed away from that. That's uh, the, the wrong things. And, you know, when I say I didn't give my, my business over to the Lord, I still, I, I didn't give him control. Like when I make a decision to do something, I didn't say, Lord, what should I do about this? I just did it on my, on my own. But mm -hmm. the decisions that I did make like that would is the decision, is that the right thing to do or isn't it? And I stayed away. I purposely, purposed to stay away from those kind of things. Uh, even today, you know, yeah, there's a, you can buy a, let's just say a, some, any kind of Nissan, you might buy a Nissan that's an S model. Uh-huh. And it's not too hard to make that S a SV. And uh, the difference in price is $2,000. So, you know, does that happen? Well, yeah. 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 It's wow. a fortune to be made, yeah. So. Ill-gotten gains will turn the gravel in your mouth, though. Right there, the Proverbs. Mm -hmm. That's right. Out of all this, I hear, uh, what I'm hearing is, you are truly putting God first, and what would Jesus do? And all this comes from... Is that time you're spending alone with Jesus. You're putting Jesus first in the mornings. You are putting the word of God. You are learning the word of God. And not only that, you're putting it into practice. What You know, Jesus went against the world. He came and did the opposite of what the world did and it threw it upside down. And it kind of sounds like that, how you're doing it in the car business world. You aren't doing what a typical car business, you know, or whatever would do follow you. I'll take that burn. Mm -hmm. You know, you, you're, yeah. you're putting on Christ. You're putting on that new man. You, you're showing Christ like character inside your business. And that's, that's beautiful to hear that and to be able to share that. Mm -hmm. um, and it all is because you put Jesus as the center of your life. And the outpouring is, I want to treat others like Christ and even my business and, you probably treat your employees Christ-like, your son, you know. Mm -hmm. And just hearing it, how you, your son does it with other customers because you raised them in a godly manner. Mm -hmm. And well, just how think, just think how uh, easy it is to fall asleep, fall asleep at night. Then, huh. right? Yeah. Like if if I'd be trying to hold on to any, every penny, no, you that's that's on you. Sorry, you know. Mm -hmm. God's going to take that money away anyway, you know, so why fight it? Yeah. Uh, but with like my son too, with that decision, if, if I would say, no, you got to stay, you got to scrape and fight for every penny, you know, um, I'd put him in a bad situation. He can't sleep at night, you know, he might be thinking, well, that's not the right thing to do. So we want to do the right thing. No matter if it hurts or not, let's do the right thing. Yeah, it brings me to the scripture in Matthew. Let me find it here. Give me one second. What is, um, so you have a son mm -hmm. and like your whole family. Two daughters, Two daughters and mm -hmm. a son. Okay. Mm -hmm. Awesome. Yeah. Um, said the money could keep, if you were always worried about money or letting yeah. it control you, you, you really... Handed all that things over to God, and it brings me to you know Matthew six thirty four. It this is in the NIV. Therefore, do not worry about tomorrow, for tomorrow will worry about itself. Each day has enough trouble of its own. Yeah, absolutely. Amen. 
Yeah, so you... It's beautiful. So, uh, Chuck, not only... You know, thanks for sharing about the way you're, you are in the business world and how mm-hmm. you can be a blessing to others and how uh, you, you put Christ before that. And it's really Jesus' business. Um, also, that's your ministry, you know, you would say, right? Yeah, you know, yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm sure it's, you, it's part of it, yeah. Have you shared Christ with <clears throat> uh, customers? Customers, uh, some... Some, um, yeah, some, some. Customers. You go to auctions, right? Auctions. Yeah. Have you, Have you ever been able to share there? Um, there's uh, times where we have church at auction. At the auction, there's a fellow that uh, used to come that okay. uh, we'd be all alone and we'd be talking church all the time. Uh, yeah. He was a fellow Christian, and then there's another guy that uh, he was going through some hard times, and I was. It just so happened that morning I was reading up some proverb that no it was Psalms some Psalms and it it, it uh, tied into him I thought of him immediately and then he came in up to me that same day and started complaining about what the Psalm was talking about and I pulled him aside and said let me show you something and I showed him that Psalms and and uh, so yeah. since then he started going to church not awesome. because of me that's just the Holy Spirit the Holy but Spirit. Amen but. Um, and then have some funny things I do at the auction. I'll lay some of those tracks down, the, the million-dollar bill tracks. You know, the yeah, car dealers, yeah. they see money laying on the ground. They're going to pick it up. So Yeah, yeah, that's their go-to right yeah. there. And they're not going to throw it back down because it's pretty cool at what it, way it looks. I, yeah. I do that quite a bit. And, um, yeah, there was a – I'll tell you a story about a fellow that my son was there with me. It was pouring down rain and – um he was outside the window. Young kid. He's like 18, 19 years old. He's outside the window, and he's uh, it's pouring down rain, and underneath my canopy out front, he was finding shelter, and he had a book on him, and he was rocking, you know, like he was a like a Muslim or something, you know. It sort of, sort of scared me, you know. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. You know what I mean, like rocking and stuff. Yep. Uh, what's going on there? And uh, pouring down rain, and uh, talking to Chucky about him, and uh, ah, I'm going to go out and invite him in. So I went out, and... I said, hey, come on inside. You stay inside, and you can sit inside, wait out the rain. So he came inside, and I was busy. I was out back cleaning a car. My son was working at this desk. and So he sat down. He just was, he was reading in his book. So then I thought, you know what? I'm going to go out and talk to him and see what's going on with this guy. I asked him, sat down with him. I said, hey, what's, what's going on? And he said, he said uh, his parents just kicked him out of his house, and he uh, doesn't have any money. And uh, we got to talking, and he needed a place to stay, and I um, helped him helped him find a place to stay, and uh, well, I helped him I helped him out financially to, to get a place to stay, and uh, yeah. And then, as he left, I have this in my I have this in my uh, wallet. He gave me a note. Oh wow. You know what it has on the note? I'm glad I found this. Yeah. Chuck just found his phone. <laughs> because that's where my I have a verse here. On the note it has um first Peter five, eight to ten. So that's one of the things that I read every day. Mm. And that's uh let me let me pull yeah, it up. up. I can't get anything here. 
First Peter, but the, it, it's about the, uh, a roaring lion. Yeah, you know, be alert for the roaring lions. First Peter. First Peter. Five, eight to ten. I pulled it up right now. Yeah. It says. In the NLT, it says, "Stay alert. Watch out for great, for your great enemy, the devil. He prowls around like a roaring lion, looking for someone to devour. Stand firm against him and be strong in your faith. Remember that your Christian brothers and sisters all over the world are going through the same kind of suffering you are. In His kindness, God called you to share His eternal glory by means of Christ Jesus. So after you have suffered a little while." He will restore, support, and strengthen you, and he will place you on a firm foundation. Yeah. Beautiful. A young man's name is Orlando. I wrote this, and I'm going to keep him in my wallet. That was, that was in 2021. But you remember how this story started, Austin? Kill him? He, was, he was in the rain. He was outside. and Kicked out. And I was thinking, what was I thinking? Uh... He was a Muslim, Muslim. Oh, terrorist. Oh, what's he? Yeah, was, yeah. Mm-hmm. And 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 he's the guy that gives me a. <laughs> he's the guy that gives me scripture. You know. Wow. That taught me a lot. You know, that uh, you know right before Ephesians six when we all read Ephesians six in the armor of God, but right before that, you know, God says uh, that. Uh, God says that we're uh, has no favorites, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. has no favorites. You know, matter who, God wants to save them all. Mm-hmm. You know, that not everyone's going to be saved because they don't want to be. But Orlando, you know, I had the wrong attitude, and I knew I had to change my attitude. And so those are the things that you know are pointed out to me that God will say, "Oh, there you go, Chuck. You got to. That's one thing I want you to fix." So, so it, I try to fix that. It, you sharing that story, it just shows me, you know, for me, how quick I could judge too. And that very person I could be judging could be a very Christian brother and going a, through something. It, it, and a blessing it, to you, right? Yeah, yeah. and how yeah. he blessed you. And to this day, I mean, a year later, you're still carrying that note yeah. in your wallet. That's, and I read it every day. That that shows how yeah, powerful yeah. How loving! Yeah, he's still in town, so he got it. He got it. He he, he actually moved back home with his with Sweet. his folks. Um, yeah. Okay, and uh, he's in a church. He invited me to the church, but I didn't didn't go to it. But uh, but yeah, yeah, nice, nice. Ah, so Chuck, where else inside the church do you serve? I know that you uh, lead a Bible study at your house. Um, yes. Yeah, so what what are what are some other ways that Outside of the business that, you know, you're serving the Lord sure. in there, in your household. You're a husband and a father, so you're serving in that capacity, too. Where else within the church are you serving um, for the Lord? Yeah. Well, Cheryl and I uh, help in the clothing ministry. Awesome. We try to. I didn't even know that. Yeah. I've just seen you. I, just, I didn't know that you actually. That's yeah, awesome. We, yeah. We could go in there. We're not just taking clothing. We're just we're we're sorting sorting and stacking and putting them in in line and then if they have anything special they'll ask to hand out you know we'll we'll help out as yeah. we can that there yeah we do that and uh bible study and help out with the u turn u mm. turn and support support any way we can there 
Um, I work once or twice a, a year. We'll have a hot dog giveaway. Yeah. Hot dog and have free drinks and stuff. And, and then uh, little did they know that we're not just feeding them. We want to try and uh, feed them on the Lord and give them some scripture and, yeah. and uh, hopefully win some souls. It's not about the number of hot dogs. It's the number of opportunities we get to share the, the good news. I actually was able to be a part of that last summer. Yeah. You know, it was when I was really trying to see, to evangelize out there. I remember I I was telling people, <laughs> I'm going to put a track in everybody that has their window down at the red light. Yeah. Well, because of my pride or whatever, that, that overzealous, like I'm going to share everybody. But God showed me how offensive it could be. Yeah. Um, I went to a guy. His window was down. And I, as I went to go hand him the track, because I jokingly was saying, I'm just going to throw him in there. And I had said something about Jesus. And I went quick to profiling, you know, long hair all tatted up. He looked like a punk emo rocker hard metal right right and that he wanted nothing to do with jesus you know nose pierce all, all these things that i'm going through and i'm like man this guy needs jesus and as soon as i said jesus and the way i must have came off the guy was instantly of because he said no i don't want it and as i'm trying to hand him the track it dropped out of my hand and fell right on his lap he took that thing looked at me and threw it out on the ground um at first, I let it discourage me, but God gave me a clarity that, you know, that can come off as offensive to somebody if you're pushing Jesus down their throat. And, you know, I was young in the Lord, still am. Sure, sure. Um, but I, from your outreach, I learned the, the hard way because I, I felt more bad that I offended that dude's personal space more than... Um, that I was trying to force feed Jesus, I've really offended that guy badly by invading his personal peace. And yeah. that came from <laughs> your outreach there. Yeah, well, so. praise the Lord. Yeah. yeah. I, I know I've been to uh, I've been to one or two. I brought speakers one time, uh -huh. and it was, a, it was a good time just getting to interact with people and invite people, just a good opportunity. So I'm thankful for that, praise God. Yeah, young and old, you know, a um, wide gamut of people that would come in, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and who, I'm just getting a little conviction here of, you know, displaying of what somebody I might think needs Jesus. I have, me personally, I cannot judge. I was a drug addict, an alcoholic, you know, a gambling addiction that where, I have no right to judge anybody by the way they look. There were times that I let myself go, you know, so um, I have no room to judge because yeah. I'm the very, you know, the things that I judge is, you know, I should be looking at myself. Yeah. So. Conviction is good, you know. The Holy yeah. Spirit will convict you, will convict myself. I, I have a... Uh, a critical spirit, you know. Uh, uh, yeah, I mentioned right there with you. Yeah, I me I mentioned uh, the fellow that was at the auction that we have church and all, and uh, and I was struggling with uh, something, and 
and I, I'm right, you know, they're wrong. Um, mm-hmm. And I'm the type of guy that, you know, I'm going to keep keep at it and keep pushing on until till, uh, till whatever. And this guy said to me, he said, Chuck, what do you want? And I brushed it off. And then maybe the next time he got, Chuck, what do you want? You know, and he said it two or three times, Chuck, what do you want? And and, and, and then I thought, you know what, I want to I sit down and think what I want. And what I wanted was, I'm right, you're wrong. I'm, I want you to tell me that you're wrong and apologize for it. Right? Isn't that what I'm actually saying when I'm right, you're wrong, and, and I keep at it? I'm trying to get you to say, that never that never happens. No one ever says, when you get in an argument, no one ever <laughs> says, oh, yeah, you're right, I'm wrong, sorry about that. That doesn't happen. Right. So instead of that, I've been convicted of that and to just put it in God's hands. It, it's not my battle. Yeah. It's not mm-hmm. my battle. I, so I don't battle. I try not to battle anymore. So I, I, that's how I try to take care of that uh, critical spirit. Mm-hmm. It's, not, it's not for me to dis, to judge. Yeah. I, I got a couple verses that, you know, about just loving. We, I know I need to love more like Christ. And just in Ephesians 4, that beautiful chapter, you know, the unity in, right in the beginning. Mm-hmm. Um Paul is saying, you know, begging us to live a life worthy of our calling. And he, then he goes into verse Ephesians 4, 2 says, you know, always be humble and gentle. Be be patient with each other, making allowance for each other's faults because of your love. Hmm. Make every effort to keep yourselves united in the spirits, binding yourself together with peace. Hmm. And who is that peace? Jesus. And then at the end of it, he, you know, he says in verse 32, instead... Be kind to each other, tenderhearted, forgiving one another, just as God through Christ has forgiven you. Mm-hmm. You know, um, I'm so quick to be so critical and judgmental, mm-hmm. and I forget that Christ has forgiven me. You're right. Which is what really matters, isn't it? Yeah. You know, I think of, you know, Tony. Mm. Right? Yeah, Tony passed away, and um, and I was thinking about Tony. I don't, I don't know when Tony accepted Christ. Yeah, I'm sure he did, and I know he's with, in, uh, in, with yeah up in heaven, and he's 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 having a fine time right now. Tony is. And explain who Tony is for the people listening. Tony was a, a, a fellow that went through the U-turn program. Was a champion of of uh, U-turn. Yeah, Tony was mm. and, and uh, servant of the Lord. Yeah. Did many things, and he recently passed. Right. Um. So, what I was thinking about Tony was this is, and like I said, I don't. I, I was. Uh, let's just assume. Let's just assume that he came to the Lord because of the U-turn, going through the U-turn program, and mm-hmm. let's just assume that. I, I don't know if that's true or not. Yeah. We we rejoice now that because we know that he's with and he's in heaven, right? Mm-hmm. But what happened if he when he was a school teacher? If he would if he would have had a heart attack when he was a school teacher? Yeah, he once was a school teacher, right? Mm-hmm. But if he would have died when he was a school teacher, he would have went. If he didn't know the Lord, yeah, he would have went to hell. You're right, right? Yeah, as a teenager, he would have went to hell. Um. When he was in the midst of his addiction, 
he would have went to hell. Right? Yeah. Oh, you know, let's try and fix him. Let's get him a job and that kind of stuff. Well, that's not going to... What What matters? What matters is where is he going to be for eternity? That's right. It didn't matter anything, any of the worldly things with yeah. Tony. What matters is where did he end up at? And he ends up with Jesus. He ends up in heaven. That's wonderful, wonderful news. And that's what really matters with everybody. Anybody you see down going down the road, you know, if we could all have signs, saved or unsaved, yeah, wouldn't that be something? Yeah. And mm-hmm. it, if you could see when, how much time you had, too, that'd be wild, right? Clocks ticking, yeah. Yeah. Hey, let me, <laughs> I have a track. You just brought that up. Oh, this, Chuck, is, this is pretty good. <laughs> Chuck not only does all these things, he also loves handing out tracks everywhere he might not verbally do the gospel sharing or or you know always witnessing but he when i say witnessing witnessing with his mouth all the time he chuck always hands out tracks he's a track ninja yeah he is i like the million dollar bills you always say hey thanks a million my favorite too by the way thanks a million here's a million dollar question on the back make sure you read it Mm -hmm. yeah but yeah this is a new one (laughs) this track here says it's a a doctor and a patient the patient's laying on the, on the bed, and he says, how much longer do I have, Doc? And the Doc says, four. And he says, four what? Years, months, weeks? Three. <laughs> Two. Oh, oh, no. no. <laughs> yeah, and then there's a track on the back, so yeah. a little bit of humor, but then some... Yeah, beautiful. Yeah. yeah. So, Chuck, that thanks for being able to sit down to share a little bit about your life and how you have a business and how you're a working man, a a family man, a father, and really what the whole message is. You put Christ first and how Mm -hmm. even through the hard times, he redirected you back, that he never stopped what his plan was Mm -hmm. and that he used it all for good. And today we are able to hear about it and, May it bless somebody else out there that mm-hmm. that hears this. So, I just have a question for you before we close. You know, for the working men and women, for the businessmen and women out there, what what would you, what would your best advice be for somebody out there that is striving to be closer to to Christ and you know, not allow their business to get in the way of serving, you know, not allowing it to become an idol of them, you know. Mm-hmm. Well, I would say the first thing, being a Christian, right? Yeah. Yeah, being a Christian, I say the first thing is you got to be, first thing out of the gate, you got to be in the Word. Um, it doesn't work if uh, you, you do something else before you're in the Word. Because uh, once your once your day started, you start and, and you're reading the word, you start thinking about those other things. Mm, yep. So if, if first thing out of the, out of the gate, you're into the word, that's the best time to to be with the Lord. Um, definitely suggest that. And then from there, you know, just try to do what is right. Um, do the next right thing. Do the right next. Yeah. And and don't succumb to peer pressure. What other people are doing whatever they're doing and you know they they might be successful uh doing 
things the wrong way and you might be struggling, but in the end, uh, that's going to turn the gravel into other people's mouths and, and you will be, uh, you'll be able to sleep at night. You'll be able to, to, uh, continue on when others are no longer, I've seen, I've seen, uh, businesses come, come in and go out you mm-hmm. know, real quick. And, yeah. uh, and I think it has a lot to do with it. Amen. So I'd say stay in the word and then stay uh, stay away from the things that can pull you away. Thanks. Yep. You have anything, Caleb? Would you, if you don't, you can pray us out. Yeah, no, I, I think that uh, that wraps it up for me. Yeah, that's good. And I, I totally agree. For me personally, um, I know if I start my day, you know, before reading the word, getting into my devos, it's just not the same. It's just not the same. And sometimes even in my devotions, there will be things that pop to my mind. And what I've started to do is I'll just make a list. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, I need to talk to Austin. But instead of doing it right then, I'll just make a list. You know, I'll add it for later, but I don't want to leave kind of that that quiet time, that that presence. So I totally, yeah, totally agree yeah, with yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I agree. <laughs> yeah. All right. I'll pray us out. Right. Lord, I thank you. Um, we could just be here and uh, just to hear just Chuck's life, uh, the testimony, what you've been doing uh, just through him, that growth. Lord, continue to, to use him, Lord. Uh, use him as a track ninja, Lord, as mm. a salesman, Lord. Yes, Lord. And just as a, as a smiling face, he's a smiling guy. And I appreciate that. I need that in my life, Lord. So I pray that you'd bless Chuck. And Lord, help us to surrender just things in our lives, The whether it's a, a, a business, a spouse, uh, possessions, Lord. Help us surrender it all um, just to you and to your glory. And... Um, to make the right decision, even when it doesn't make sense in, in the eyes of the world, Lord. Um, but help us make the right decisions that you'd be glorified um, and that people would come to know you, Lord. So just bless uh, bless Chuck, bless the people listening, and help us in, in that area. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 Thank you for listening. Uh, tune in to the next one. God bless. Amen.